The Ringer Gambling Show is here to help you place your bets on the biggest sports around the world. Join NFL analyst Warren Sharp on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays with guests Chris Vernon, Ben Solak, and Joe House to guide you through the NFL betting landscape. Each week, they'll cover everything from spreads, game totals, and parlays to player props, futures, post-game reactions, and more. Check out The Ringer Gambling Show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Spring is here, and you can now get almost anything you need for your sunny days delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a well-groomed lawn delivered, but you can get a chicken parmesan delivered. A cabana? That's a no. But a banana? That's a yes. A nice tan? Sorry. Nope. But a box fan? Happily, yes. A day of sunshine? No. A box of fine wines? Yes. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol in select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world's number one sports and recreation podcast. I am the former and forever 24-7 champion, Peter Rosenberg, joining me today, as always, in the city of Brotherly Shove. Uh, today, he's not in this, he's not in the serious um, lawyer office today. He's in like his wrestling, you know, lounge area and gaming lounge. Wearing a Bret Hart holiday sweater, I believe. That's right. The that's best right. there is. Shout that's right. Wash. Beautiful. The physically, the, the the sorry, the EST of CHP. Stack guy, great. That's right. That's right. The EST of CHP, SGG. It's a lot of acronyms, but people will get it. People will get it. That's very, very true. SGG, I wonder why. I believe you're the only one. I'll find out in a second. Dipperstein, say hello. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, SGG, you're the only one. For some reason, your um, video is way behind your audio today. I see him perfectly. And what about, and Troy, Troy, type in the chat. Are you seeing SGG normally? Because SGG, say hello. Thank you. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, I hope I hope the video is not, because at the end of the day, we do these 
luxurious videos. People no, are you're good now. See us on on the YouTube. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Okay. It, it was, it's better. I oh, had he, a delay. He's a little delayed now for me. Wow. <laughs> oh, Listen, my. as long as Troy's getting it good, Troy's the one recording. It should be fun. Um, and now joining us all the way from. <laughs> Dipper Lago, where he is going and going and going, Omicron be damned. It is the Dipperstein variant, Brian Dipperstein. I, uh, I'm at my peak schmai right now. Oh when, yeah. When I'm in, I'm in, when I'm in Los Angeles and I'm on holiday break, <laughs> there is no one schmying more than Dipperstein. Okay. It's sometimes it, I'm schmying under the influence. Oh yeah, really? <laughs> I, I could get an SUI. <laughs> An SUI? You know what? I, I could get an SUI. <laughs> You're schmying under the influence? Wait, You'll you get... and I could get an SUI on Thursday. Uh, on I, Friday. I, I cannot wait. I plan. That's exactly what I plan on. Really big news coming out of New York is that I survived a call with. First of all, I need to explain something. <laughs> I apologize in advance to everyone. I still sometimes use Expedia. Okay. I know. I don't. Don't ask me why. Here's what happens. I'm booking a trip and I have multiple legs of a trip and I need to see multiple airlines to see which airlines could get me the best flights. So I end up going on Expedia because they will do that for you. They'll show you all the different flights. The, The problem is when you then buy those flights, unless everything stays exactly on schedule, you are now dealing with Expedia hell. Oh. The endless, <laughs> nonsensical <laughs> phone calls of the millennium. They're better than kayak hell. I've been in kayak hell. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I can't even imagine kayak hell. Kayak hell is just, it's bed, bath, and beyond. <laughs> uh, the only thing that could trump both of these is travelocity hell. Oh, <laughs> There's something yeah. going on. I, it's, so I, uh, here's what happened. I called. I wanted to switch my flight to earlier. Natalie and I are heading out tomorrow night. We are spending three days in Los Angeles. Dip is then leaving to go visit his family in Florida. And Natalie and I are going to Palm Springs to hang out for a few days up until day one. uh, And then we'll go to Atlanta on New Year's. And we said, I said, I don't have to work tomorrow. Why am I flying at 930 at night to get into L.A. at 1230? This is nuts. I, I want to change the flight. So I called. And that's how you ended up in hell. And that's how I took the fast track to Expedia hell. The best part of which was when I ended up on the phone with someone. And I was being nice the entire time. I never got angry. I knew it wasn't her. It's just the nature of the entire thing. And she was being friendly. And, but I did stop her and I went, I just want you to know, we, I looked at the phone. I said, we've been talking for over 18 minutes. I have not yet asked you the question that I called for. It's uh, been eight- 18 minutes. That's nothing. No, no. Hold on. But I hadn't even said, here's what I want to do yet. It was 18 minutes of preamble, 18 minutes of mm-hmm. w- let's find the flight. How much in, why do we live in a world? Where when you call a place where you have a reservation or an account, once I say my name and give you either an email address or a phone number, 
you should be able to find everything that has to do with me. There is no world in which that yeah. is not enough. And it never is enough with Expedia. Never. No, we need the itinerary number. I give you the itinerary number. The itinerary number that they get, though. No, no, no. The itinerary number is not now related to the flight. They're seeing the original itinerary, mm-hmm. the, Lond- the London Hotel. Oh yeah. That I that I canceled oh, during COVID. God. That is the credit. They're seeing that. No, no. I, I'm not I'm not calling you about a canceled trip from a year <laughs> and a half ago. I'm calling you about the flight this week. It, it, it's enough. It's like the movie Falling Down. They want you to become <laughs> Michael Douglas in the street with a shotgun. Great movie, by the way. And he's right. The burger never looks like it does in the picture, but I digress. The truth is. They don't want you on the phone. They want to push you off the phone. Correct. They I'm at the you. point now, thank God, in my life and my you're, success. You're popping your peas. You're too close. You're popping peas. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm at the point now, now in my life and success where I now will just completely forget about the flight and book an entirely new flight and just never show up for the first flight. Time is money. Wow. That's, that's incredible. What are your I, thoughts? I, it's... Listen, oh no! I, I will. I will spend the twenty minutes with Expedia to get my. There's not. Tw- it's not twenty, Peter. <laughs> how long? It, it, it can't. It, it can't. One hour. I will spend the time. If let me put it this way, so I call. I first of all, I I love that accidentally our show every week is twenty minutes of talking about absolute nonsense, but the most relatable nonsense in the world. So so. This Listen to this one, SGG. I won't go as far as dip, although I thought about it. I was like, man, it would be so baller to just buy a new flight and not even think about it. But it's ridiculous. And I don't understand it how is. dip. I don't understand how dip does as well as he does because he's canceling and walking out on things galore. I don't I and can't. It's, it's so satisfying to break them down and finally get what you asked for. Well, Sometimes that's more than what you see. And, and, and I this for that. I understand I have my blood pressure. I can't handle these things. I don't even have enough pills in my house <laughs> that would calm me down after a call with Expedia to be take, taking London flights and moving them to LA flights and switching points and doing these things. It's, You're out of your mind. So I, so after talking for 31 minutes to Expedia, that's still nothing, by the way, you got off no, easy with 31 minutes. This was, this was a very, this is very light. So 31 minutes in, which isn't that bad. She says, good news, Mr. Rosenberg, we can change your flights and there's no fair difference. I oh, said, no fair difference is a nice result. I said, that is really, really good. She said, okay, hold on. Then, of course, you hear this. (laughs) (laughs) They're pounding and pounding on these keys, on the the keys. I just lost. I just closed the window. Do you guys still see me? Yeah, I, do. I don't know where the window went from the typing and typing. So, still, so yeah, I don't see you guys at all. Oh, there you are. So after all that, she goes, oh, I'm sorry. It appears we can't make this change. You'll have to call the airline. Oh, the call the airline oh, thing. I've heard that before. And then, but by the, I just want you to know the reason I called Expedia is because the night before I'd called American and they said, in order to waive the fees, you should call Expedia. So I call Expedia and they can waive the fees, but they can't change the ticket. So I called back American (laughs) and they called me back 90 minutes later, a lovely woman um, whose name I believe was Tandra called me back and she did everything. I dip, I, I pulled such a dipper steen. I, 
I you first send all, the gift? I'm very it's gift to Jace. I I'm very nice to people to start all these calls. I ask for their name and I say, How are you? And if I don't understand, oh what but and we I said, Tondra, I have a feeling this has been a nightmare. I've been dealing with Expedia. I have a feeling you are going to fix everything. You're going to do it all. I know you are. <laughs> and she's laughing. She's laughing. She's she's I'm out stealing ready that to go. Move. She she starts, she gets us going. Boom. I got the flight. I found your flight. I found your girlfriend's flight. By the way, two different reference codes, two different everything's because oh. one was with credits and one was separate. She has both of them. She's like, I got both of them. Boom. All right. I just want you to know. She was like, there is a change fee on both. There is a fare difference. It's $80, not bad. There's an $80 fare difference on both. Okay. Okay. She was like, but there's also a $50 change fee on each from Expedia. She says, if you call Expedia and ask for a supervisor, oh. I said, I said, Tondra, listen, <laughs> yeah. I said, I'm going to have to just go ahead and eat those $50 fees on each flight. We're going to, we're not going to call them again. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to do this right now. We're just going to buckle down and never call Expedia again. So I ate the extra hundred dollars between the two tickets to not call Expedia and get through it again. But the good news is this, we will arrive at seven 30 tomorrow to Los Angeles. AM or PM? Yeah. That's the question. What do you mean? PM? PM. So what's the difference? It's three more out. You were fine. What's the difference? What do you mean? Yeah. What's the difference? What's the difference between what? <laughs> yeah. You were getting here. At, at, I went dead. Right? Like, so it's like 730. By the time you get stuff. back to my house, it's going to be nine o'clock. Wait, 930. are you saying what's the difference between arriving at 1230 a.m. and 730 p.m.? I think it's a huge difference. You want to go? Out I don't. To dinner? I mean, OK. Yeah. I can't believe either of you feel this way. If I arrive at 1230 where there's no chance I would at let you pick me up. So I will be lugging suitcases to a rental car center to call an Uber to get to your house at 2 a.m. versus 730. Convenience wise, but for hang time wise. Well, what do you mean? Hold on. Eh? We're going to get there at 9 p.m. instead of 2 a.m. What are you talking about? Right, That's not right. a difference. All right. I've never been I've never been more offended by what you're saying. I've never been more offended. How could you say there's no difference between 9 p.m. and 2 a.m.? You get there at 2 a.m. You just slept on the plane for three hours. You're miserable. You're stuck up until 430. There's a a Hold on. By the way, you could have done a.m. We could have schmied around the entire day. We could be schmied. No, I'm not. Even if you did p.m. But it was like 230 p.m. Right. No, I, I disagree. Seven thirty is a totally reasonable time to arrive. I'm not ninety. We could go straight out to eat and have a good night. What are you talking right, we'll about? We'll go out to eat. We'll go out to By the way, I've never seen your house. If I got there at two a.m., you wouldn't even be awake. I'd just be walking into your house in the dark and going to bed. I'd be picking you up. I'm picking you up. Let me tell you something. Okay? I would never. You picking me up at twelve thirty is ridiculous. I, I'm you a, be you're lost. On you level. Be con- you're on a pickup level. Yeah, whatever. Time you're on you the land, level. Whatever time you land. You're the pickup guy. You're a pickup uh, level for me. I'm not picking. I wouldn't have let you pick me up at 1230 at night. So. Howie was here last week. He got the pickup. You get the pickup. I know. I appreciate being at that level, but I. There's I not know. many people that get the pickup. SGG, if you want the pickup when you come in January, you let me know. I'm there I'll, wow. let you know. I'll let you know. Wow. I'll let you wow. know. Wow. I mean, you're right on the border dipping over into pickup. <laughs> I, 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 by the way, I, I'm considering, I'm so offended that you don't think there's a difference between 7.30 and 12.30. I just I attempt- wish it were, I wish it were earlier. He wants, I, you I want to have the full week of the, the whole thing, you know? 
I, I, I know. I, I didn't think there was another option. I had 435. Because then at that point, I'm now telling Natalie, who thought she had until 930. Our original flight was 930. This flight is now 430. So it's a significantly it's significant earlier. for you. It's significant for you. at the we'll go to dinner. We'll go to dinner. Or it's I'll- a five hour difference. So I if I then hit her with a ten hour difference and she's a woman who's packing for ten eight days away, that would have been too much. I can't. You want do Chinese? Too. What can I have here for you? You want to have Chinese? No, I, we want to go. We'll, we'll go. Um, we'll go to your place. We'll go to the place. We'll over. Okay. We'll have a sixty dollar pork chop. My treat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, SGG, what's happening outside the ring? This was a perfect introduction for this week's episode because it was so slow. There was nothing outside of the week, outside mm-hmm. of the ring that we need to touch on that I saw, really. And Dip, I, I would agree. I don't think so either. Dip yeah. has pages of pages of notes that we need to get to. And, and honestly, I'm curious more about what Dipperstein has to say about the week that was. I just have wow. a lot of thoughts on the week that was, frankly. I was also at GCW this week. Oh, yeah, I saw that because you're going and going and going I'm and going, going and going. Are going. Going. people in Los Angeles, are they even aware yet that, that Omicron's a thing? Or are they not caring at all? I would say maybe three or three to five days ago, it hit, it hit everyone's psyche. So like the end of the weekend? Yeah. Or Saturday? Yeah. By the way, turn your speaker down just a little bit. I'm hearing us bounce back just a bit. Because um, in New York, what about in Philadelphia, SUG? Because in New York, it's definitely become a thing again. Yeah, and we, we're hearing rumblings of what's happening in New York and Philly, I think, is going to start start clamping down a little bit. Especially, um, I know you know this, um, but the, the Eagles played the Washington football team. So it's been all over the news because they had to bump the game to of course, Tuesday night. Of course. So, That's correct. I'm going to go get tested again before I You're getting tested? You're getting tested? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's all we could do, right? I mean, yeah, I'm just a little like these conversations that we have about all of it are so stupid because everyone is telling you something different. Everyone has a different feeling. Everyone has a different read, a different thing. You know, it's like. I was home last week. My nephew has it. My niece has it. My my sister-in-law has it. Um, we we didn't seemingly get it at all. Uh, I I my parents didn't get it. Um, and then I'm like, I don't feel anything. So should I bother testing? Because I have a home test, but I'm told that the home test doesn't really do anything unless you're exhibiting symptoms. And then it's like, I, I also heard that if you're not showing symptoms, the likelihood of you transmitting it is really low. What, what's the likelihood of me vaccinated and boosted and showing no symptoms, transmitting it to someone else who's vaccinated and boosted? Like, I don't know. It's just become we've now like entered the world of it's basically impossible beyond just do like the, you know, the little things you can like, uh, you know, dip. Dip is. Uh, Dip struggles to keep the mask on his face. We need to. This is an honest <laughs> conversation we have to have. He dips the kind of person that when he gets outside of the store, rips the mask and starts breathing like, oh, it's hard for him. It's hard. I, I, I wear it whenever I have. I'm, I wear it whenever, wherever and whenever I'm supposed to wear it. But when it does come off my face, it, it's a big sigh of relief for me. I have very oh, bad sinus, sinus issues. He's, yeah, he's got sinus issues up a storm. What about SGG? Listen to him. 
He's, it sounds like he always has sinus issues. I know. Yeah, no, I, I know. He's I'm the physically congested no matter mask or no yeah. mask. Yeah, it's true. The mask actually, I feel like it helps a little bit. It does. I don't. It doesn't bother me as much. Wow, really? That's interesting. Anyways, yeah, let I don't me say all this to say. We talk about wrestling. We love wrestling. We've been watching uh, it for years. Thirty years I've been watching wrestling. And somehow it survived another week, and we haven't heard anything about about positive results impacting either company. Uh, take a look at the take a look at the uh, the dirts, my friend. In the last hour. Okay, I'm oh, looking. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Look. By the way, I, I think the word the variant is, is running through. It's overused. Jacksonville. Um, effort. Um, Which just, what, what have you seen, Dip? This is the this is the section. Uh, I just read. I was just on SE Scoops or whatever I was on, and it said that that uh, there's a there's a there's a a positive outbreak in WWE. Has to be. It's a shame too with the news about an outbreak in WWE because I wonder how bad. Like it you is. said, as as much as I love the Thunderdome, we don't want to see it under these circumstances. We really don't. WWE staff and no, I never want to see it again. SGG WWE staff and talent <laughs> reportedly test positive for COVID-19 following Friday's SmackDown and weekend live events. Numerous WWE talent and staff reportedly started to feel ill. According to a report from PW insiders, Mike Johnson, some have tested positive for COVID-19 others still awaiting results. A number of talent and staff were feeling run down and some have since tested positive for COVID-19 while others who are feeling sick are still waiting the results. Blah, 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 blah. So we don't know anything. Yeah, it's it's tough too with them, you know, being back on the road and touring and everything like that. That you know, you can't you can't just go to places that have indoor vaccine mandates, right? Because what would that limit them to? New York. And I don't even know where else. I don't think Philly has an indoor vaccine mandate just yet. California does, right? I'm not sure. I thought California did too, but either way, SGG, that's yeah, too limited. It's, it's too it's too limited. They need to they need to make the towns. They they've been they announced a schedule of pay per views. Um, I believe it was a full slate for next year. There's day one and uh, the Royal Rumble both in January. That's Atlanta. That's St. Louis. Um, you know, two nights of WrestleMania in Dallas that they already sold tickets for. Um, and, I, and they definitely don't want to return tickets for WrestleMania again. So it's just like, you know. Well, and all of these companies have sort of um, decided the same thing, the NBA, et cetera. Um, what are you going to do? Like, they, they're not stopping again. They're not. I mean, whether we think it's wrong, right, Whatever. I mean, fortunately, the Omicron does not appear to be nearly as fatal, certainly with those who are vaccinated, but hopefully not nearly as fatal, period. Places aren't going to stop like the, the economy now has to keep moving. I don't think we could really handle another full stop as a country. So not the way we handled it the last time. <laughs> that ain't <laughs> happening. With so the they're going to have to keep rolling. And this and that is not the way we handled it the last time. Do you know I was I was at Wawa today giving bear to my parents because he's not coming to Los Angeles, sadly, his his birthplace. But we were at the Wawa and there was a sign that said no hash browns. And my dad was like, did you know this was a thing, the no hash browns? Like they have not been able to have hash browns at places at all these days. That's been like Why? a very common thing. Is it is it are we in the midst of another potato famine also? Like is that I mean 
all of these, all of the COVID, <laughs> all of the COVID nonsense of like, ah oh man, you know, we, we can't do blank because you know, the, 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 the potatoes are backed up and the grain farmers are paying more. And there's always like a reason now why everything's unavailable. It's just wild. And then the thing that blows my mind the most is, is that while we're all living through this time in which so many things are unavailable to us and businesses are struggling and all of these things, my friend Judd was visiting a few weeks ago and we went by the new little mall at Hudson Yards. It's like a kind of like foofy I see. Tour- yeah. Yeah. The, like a foofy tourist mall. And we just popped in. It's amazing pop- what they did to Hudson Yards, though, because a few years oh, ago. It's, what? <laughs> that oh. it's becoming a real neighborhood. It's crazy. Yeah. It was like just not savage. even just not even just like the area where the mall is, but even all the way on to 10th Avenue in that area that was just a dead spot with like parking garages. It's like yeah, it was a McDonald's and like train tracks and Javits. And, I was and now block by block, it's like restaurants, uh, apartments. It's crazy. But we popped in the Rolex store and you you cannot buy a Rolex. They are, they are Rolex. Rolex is sold out worldwide. Rick Flair has to have something to do with it. Rick is getting money. <laughs> it's the only explanation. I'll tell you what he's not getting, a new Rolex. <laughs> he's not getting Although a new one either. We know that. We know that. (laughs) You saw the disgust. (laughs) Yeah. Do you remember that that moment? He was offended when he realized I was going to get a used. He thought I was going to get a used Rolex, and he was sick to his stomach. Anyways, it's a it's a very weird time. But listen, WWE is not going to shut down, obviously. But these, if if you get positives, people still have to go sit down. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next week. Again, I don't know who, we don't know who it is yet. And we are at this moment as we record nine days away from day one. So we'll see how that, how that plays out. But yeah. And day one is shaping up to be, I mean, just in terms of the card, it's looking, it's looking solid. You know what I mean? It, it looks like it, it's going to be a, a, a good show. If it goes on as planned. This episode is brought to you by eBay motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I got to give credit where credit is due. Totally agreed with the critique from an email last week and from Dipperstein about the frustration that as we lead up to a WWE pay-per-view, they generally just do every version of a match between the people who are involved in the match. Like, I think that's a fair criticism of the way things have been done over the last several years. But when the show ended with Seth and KO coming together, Mm -hmm. it actually felt like something. Yes. And And I truly hope They lean into this. KO and Seth could be mage. You you said SGG, and I disagreed with you. You know, the idea of KO being able to really be like a dominant monster heel who dominates the whole company. And I said, I can't see it. You put him with Seth, and I see a tag team that could be bigger than rated RKO. Like a real they could really come together and be awesome. They could, and and I am like you, and I would love to see that. And honestly, too, that is the rebuttal, too, because like the email said, and it's true, they do do every version of the feud to put people together. I like that because, to me, that establishes a rivalry. And in this instance, with KO and Seth coming together as a tag team, that could be something great that comes out of them doing the different combinations of the four. Well, I, I don't agree with you. That's why I don't agree with you. Cause I don't think they establish a rivalry by doing that. I think, I think rivalries in theory happen organically, you know, because they build over to, or at least it's supposed to feel organic. I yeah. Say. Yeah. I was going to say it's wrestling. None of it is happening. Yeah, nothing's organic, but it feels organically. I, what I don't like SGG. I like it. If it happens like, for example, so like Bianca Na- Dewdrop is a week every well, week. I-, I was gonna say. So if Bianca Dewdrop, did they did they announce a match for them yet at the pay per view? I don't. I think the Monday match I don't think might so. have been um, the blow off. Well, Bianca they they say that was the blow off, but if but it's been so over with people that if ne- if they now were to add that and make it the uh, a pay per view match, well now we're doing something. Now we're talking about something significant where like oh we got to there and so we made it a match and we built a rivalry but when you announce the pay-per-view three weeks out and then we try to build the rivalry leading up to that that's what i'm not into but but with this ko seth thing uh dip just came back hopefully we got your sound right they i I felt dip that when ko and seth embraced at the end of raw I, i think it felt like something i think it did too i've been sort of monitoring this and watching it the last couple of weeks too like thoughtfully and i agree i love the idea of them as a tag team but i don't love the idea of them in another feud because we've seen it 300 times i you know i like them both very much seth rollins one of my guys but you know i i don't need like another upper to mid card feud between seth rollins and kevin owens if that's where it's headed then i'm bored to tears well no no no. if i i if it's going to be 
if it's heading towards a feud between KO and Seth, that that feud better be a year from now. Yeah. After them tagging. I love the idea. By the way, I was sort of taken aback, man. It's just such a it's such a it's such a testament to the art form that this business is because everyone makes everyone different. Like I frankly have been a little bit bored with both Seth and KO's characters. And the second they were interacting together and going back and forth, I was immediately more interested in both. <laughs> they they were funny. They had a tone. They had like um there was a comedic vibe between the two of them. Do you remember the one backstage when they were talking about the different nicknames? And they were like goofing on the, on like a, what shirts they could do. They all of a sudden, just because this is the nature of improving with people and having different energy, they both seem different and funnier. They both seemed funnier together than they did separately to me. I would say Kev- Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins is a classic, like we'll go down in history as like a classic all time feud between two wrestlers who have just over the years, over the last decade, been a great match for each other and have had great chemistry in general, whether it was from the beginning up until now, you can see even with a backstage promo like that, that they they belong together. I know I'm contradicting myself saying I don't want to see them in a feud again, but if they were in a tag team and it really worked, that could be something really new and something really interesting that you know we haven't seen yet. We are in lockstep. All of us, I think, are in lockstep. Have you guys? I don't know that I call them like a classic all time feud, but I definitely would love to see them in a tag team right now. Yeah, that's so. So I wonder what this will do for day one. What do you do with the day if they were to do what we want now, which is truly establish them as a tag team? What happens at day one? I mean, I, I think that paves the way for a big match. Sorry, sorry. SCG, you go first. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that paves the way for a big E victory, right? And and Dip tried to say this as well. Like, they help each other in the match, and they realize that they are stronger together. But they can't they can't share that championship. So, you know, big E wins, and they move on to the tag team picture. I'm okay. If out of that, because I got to be honest with you, the Raw title picture right now, to me, I need a little bit, you know, look, I, I said that I wanted a couple of weeks ago, I said I wanted a bigger build to Big E. It, okay. If out of this title picture, a a blood feud between Big E and Bobby Lashley arises, great. And also out of that, like a super tag team between Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens emerges, I am satisfied with the result of the title picture right now because, yeah. you know, I'm it's boring in my opinion, not, not even close to what we're seeing on, on SmackDown with Lesnar and Reigns. It doesn't even compare in, in drama, you know, uh, to what we're seeing on SmackDown. But if, if out of that title picture, those two things emerge, I'm good with that. And I think they've done a good job, but we'll see. Do you think AJ Styles jumps into that title picture? Because I mean, you know, no, I think he feuds with Omos. AJ and Omos just broke up. I know, but I think that I think we get an, I think we get an AJ Omos feud, up until at least the Royal Rumble, um, and we does see it need how- to last that long though? AJ Omos feud, it could. I think they could be. I think they could benefit from a one and done, versus like a long. Although it doesn't really make sense. Uh, not to be a nerd, but does that really make sense story wise? That uh, of all the things to go quickly, you would have like this tag team that that breaks up after seemingly there there could be such feelings between them. You know what? Let me be honest. I, I, so far. 
I, I don't like this breakup at all. Of course not. Clunky. They've done not. It's nothing. It's been clunky. It's, it's been clunky and and it's been clunky and telegraphed. Like rather than have it be one explosive moment, like all great breakups are are, are generally started by, they've done like the exact opposite. Don't you I would, agree? I wouldn't say all great breakups. A lot of the great breakups have been telegraphed like this. Now the problem with this one is that they did telegraph. It wasn't executed well. And then it also wasn't a great breakup. You know what I mean? It, it was on Miss TV right. and then like almost threw a fit um, in the ring. But that's why I think this could benefit from the one and done, right? Because what's going to happen? In other words, because you don't one, think it's good. Well, what's going to happen at day one, right? Omos is going to beat AJ Styles. And then what reason is there for AJ to go after him again? And how, how can you right. be thought of as somebody who could believably like even get his win back? You know what I mean? Plus, Where AJ, the hell does Omos right go now, from here? Is the heel. Where does Omos I mean, go? That's the big question. I'm worried. I got to be completely honest with you. Very worried uh, about where Omos goes. Oh, you're worried. You're worried. You're worried up a storm. Yeah, well, here's why he I'm not worried, right? You're Omos, not worried? No, here's why I'm not worried. Omos is a giant. And in the that world of professional wrestling, there has always been room for a giant. Throughout the whole time we've been watching, there has always been a giant on the roster. Maybe he's not turning out great matches. He's always around for a moment. He's always around for an attraction. And I think right now, Omos is the one that they're going to slide into that space, even more so than a Commander Aziz or um, Janky that's with gender. I think Omos is the one that they're saying. I hope so. I is hope the giant that well even think about that battle royal right Janky and Commander Aziz were in that battle royal that Omos won decisively and impressively you know what i mean he shared the ring with two other giants and still didn't have to share the spotlight with them they so should gonna be fine they should use this opportunity to really train up omos on the mic and in the ring to a degree that he could be slid into a giant gonzalez great kali type agree with i agree with everything you just said a giant gonzalez great kali type you know a plus list feud with a Reigns, with a Lesnar, with a, you know, um, with a Seth, with, you know, uh, Bobby, with somebody, because it's all there. He physically is so imposing and he's so mage that, you know, a big attraction match between, you know, him and somebody who's got the title to me is a, would be an awesome thing to see. Yeah. Plus he's a great guy. I don't think he needs to work on the do he is a great guy. I don't think he needs to do work on the mic so much, just as much as his needs to work on his facial expressions, right? Because I, agree. I that's, think that's, if he's just standing right. around and brooding and just looking intense, he doesn't need to tell it much more than him going out on the mic. I I um You you disagree. You're both right. No, you're both right about aspects of it, but on but the thing is this this is not the time for him to work on that stuff. It's, it's, it's now it's time. time. He's go. in the big show. It's 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 called it's time now. So either you worked on it and you got I'm saying there week to week. They should work on it. Yeah, I understand that. And but what, I, what I'm saying is even like Roman Reigns wasn't this Roman Reigns until last year. OK, but OK. Roman Reigns, though, from the first time we saw him was at a more advanced place than Omos is right it just, now. He doesn't look the part with the with the wife beater and the the genius. They haven't they haven't perfected his look. No. That 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 has not been altogether there yet. We know that um wrestling wise he's still green. 
Um, we had a clunky breakup after this whole, I mean, year long thing with AJ. You know, to me, just the fact that SGG is saying, I think this should be a one off and let's move on. To me, that's a testament to the fact that it didn't go the way it should have. Like, ideally, in a perfect world, we would want to see them really tell a story together here, but it doesn't feel that way. It feels like, to your point, you're right. Like, all right, let's kind of let's kind of get away from this well, I just, and I, go somewhere else. I just feel like I just feel like if what's going to happen happens, right? If what I think is going to happen happens, which is Omas wins, where does AJ fit in this story after that? If he gets thrashed, because like again, this is like a giant. This is not somebody who is evenly matched with AJ. It's either AJ pulls out a miraculous victory, which he's seen him do many times, and it won't do anything for him to beat Omas, or Omas thrashes AJ, and there's no literally no reason for them to do that again for the next two to three months, especially in the road to WrestleMania. There's no reason to tie him up with AJ after he just destroys him, which he should do at day one. So he, and and then, and then I don't want to spend the whole show on Omos, but to Dip's point though, so he destroys AJ. Okay, cool. Fortunately, AJ is the right guy for that because he's so good in the ring that they should be able to pull that off fine. Um, but then where do you go? And, and I just don't know that his character has been so like, it's, it's he's sort of in between a bunch of different things like he's not quite the quiet brooding guy like he right. does talk right you know like he he they haven't sort of decided what he's going to be look wise personality wise he's been like hovering i now almost wish if this is where we were going to end up with his personality this like this far into it i almost wish he had never talked this whole year i agree yeah. with that you know <laughs> Yeah, I wish I wish it had just been he just looked at him and any time that he AJ did something he didn't like, he just kind of glared at him. But we never got the like back and forth. Remember, at the beginning, he was really funny. I mean, you remember how this all started was, of course, him being a security guard for the underground thing, the raw underground. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's been a it's been a crazy evolution for Omos, but I digress. He's a great guy. I I. Oh, he listen, yeah. he's the definition listen. of a great guy, but but that you know who he literally is except in he's even more much more green. It's what we're talking about with Liv Morgan. No, oh, I got a whole Liv dissertation well, today. The 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 difference it's, between him and Liv Morgan is that this is Liv Morgan's what? 7th year and just based on her size, like Omos is a giant. He can he his limitations aren't going to stop him because as a giant, he won't even be expected to do much. Giants can get away with four or five moves, body slam, punch, kick, choke slam. And he can make a whole career out of that. Throwing a nice finish. Yeah, but you, but you, but you, but don't, but don't downplay it because you better figure out how to do it well. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? You like can't, you can't do it too much. Like you can't overexpose him, which is, I think, was a good I mean, because let's because let's also be honest. Let, let's also be. I don't know why I keep saying that today, but let's fully lift the curtain here. I mean, he popped a crowd in front of live audiences, but in big match moments, let's be real. Great Khali was terrible. He was terrible. terrible. Yeah. I don't I don't give I don't I don't care how much history we have between then and now. I'm not re Hall of Fame nonsense. When you were watching as an adult like we were. And yes, if you went to a live show and his music hit and everyone cheered and it was fun, you're like, oh man, that guy's huge. No doubt. 
But when it came to him appearing in a match versus like Kane or The Undertaker on like a pay-per-view, it was god awful. Terrible. We don't want that for Omos. We, you better be, da- you got to get good at this stuff. Like, so you're, you're right, SUG. But it's less to do, but you still got to do it. It's true. But I think, I think, listen, Great Khali was terrible. But we got to remember that they have a whole roster of people that are there to do different things. And it all comes together. And the one, like, you know what I mean? People would show up to see a giant. They always have. So if he sells the tickets but doesn't necessarily put on a great match, his job is still done because when he comes out. I would I would argue about whether or not Great Kali ever sold a ticket. I would <laughs> no, argue on that. Maybe Listen. not here, but he's definitely huge in, in India. Like when they do those, those uh, tours overseas and things like that, people showed up to see. I, Listen, I understand the point you're getting to about the differences between – Liv and Omos, I totally get that. But on the flip side, they both have different things going for them. On the flip side of Liv, what she has, she had before this feud, legitimate, organic love coming from the crowd. Yeah. And she, she still, legitimately with and her, she still has And it. she has that. Listen, she's charismatic and she has won people over. But the fact is, when you're watching her now in these big spots, it she doesn't seem listen, ready. That promo was not they the fact that the that the 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 people making the show cannot recognize that she is not ready for the big promo in the in the ring there's an issue there she is trying so desperately to memorize the lines that it's like she's like trying to say the lines ahead of time in her head whatever you can't rely on her unfortunately i'm a big fan and i like her and she's got tons of potential but you cannot rely on her at this current moment to tell a story in the ring i like the you know training video thing or the the seth rollins video training outside the ring remote shoot thing they did. It wasn't good, but at least it was something. They got them out of the ring to tell the story. But, you know, Liv has potential. They need to give her more as far as a moveset. She needs to become a little bit more hardcore. There needs to be a little bit more of a dimension to her character. But for now, like her just sort of memorizing lines and like sort of being a badass adjacent in the ring is not going to be enough to get her over. She has... She has the potential to be a Trish Stratus type performer. I, we know she wants to be. And she wants to grab that brass ring. But the writers are not doing her any favors by putting her in the ring right now and having her do long, drawn out promos where she just memor- it feels like she's just memorizing the line. She's not a good actress. They, they always put so much on these people. So like, I don't, that it's probably, they, they force them to tell the story for the audience. Now that's what the promos are. Last week was this yeah. two weeks ago. We did this. I, and this is where it's going to come. And this is why you're threatened by me. You, it's, it's so, it's so it's such a hard <laughs> it's, job. It, it, it's, it's, so, not it's easy. who could do that. Who could do because that? It's not natural Listen, for her to say these things. That's not who she is. Of course not. Of course, no, it's not natural for anyone. Anybody. When I'm doing the kickoff show, when I'm doing the kickoff show where I'm supposed to be prepared on how to talk about all these things, it's too hard to keep track of what happens week to week. You know what I do? I When we go, when we run a promo right before a subject, we're going to talk about Liv Morgan versus Becky Lynch. They show the package and I watch it intensely and I go, okay, oh yeah, that's right. That was, oh yeah, that was the, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, boom, that's right. Because you can't keep track of what happened three weeks ago, then two weeks ago, then one week ago, and they have to deliver it all and make it sound like it's rolling off their exactly. tongue. That's an incredible ask. It's an and it, it it doesn't allow you to be a good actor when you have to memorize that many lines. 
actors on TV shows with that many lines, you know what they do? Line. They get through two. <laughs> they get through two lines and go line, and then they do it again yeah. and get it cut again. It, it's no one's acting. No one's going on and on endlessly yeah. for a eight Liv, minutes. A Liv Morgan soliloquy is not moving a story forward. It's making everybody cringe. So they need to see that yeah. immediately. They need to shut it down, and they need to have her say less. Less is more. At the end of the day, you watch a. You know, not everyone is the rock. You, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin used to say five words, the same thing over and over again in the ring. And it was incredible. And that's everyone loved it. Look, by the way, look what's going on with Roman Reigns. They know he can't talk forever. They're having him say, acknowledge me. They're having him say brooding things, one or two lines, this and that. They're relying on him to, to have facial expressions, to move the story forward and tell a story in the ring. And it's working. My favorite Roman Reigns line this week, by the way, was acknowledge me with the truth yeah <laughs> yeah he's he was great this i week, loved he's there was a there was a little bit of a misfire as far as like the you're fired line like he sort of just missed it by an inch no i don't i, I think he mean. wasn't trying to be it, vince i think he was just like fed up and just dismissive i know but he missed it he missed the cue by an inch and that also has to do with the fact that now they, they used to do the fake crowd sounds because they had no crowd. Now they're doing fake crowd sounds throughout the entire show with the with the live crowd. It's insane. Oh, yeah, that's that's a it's, separate it's, it's, people. It's so <laughs> crazy. There was a promo backstage last week where you literally couldn't hear them talking. No, it, w- it was Vince and Austin. Well, the, that, that's for sure. But there was one last um, on Monday <laughs> or on Sunday or on what's today on Friday on Smackdown. I forget what it was, but you literally couldn't hear them speaking because the, the fake crowd was was in the background it's crazy um we have to go a little bit short today guys because i have to anchor the the k show myself in a few minutes here um so we so will we're doing, come we're doing back the k show too cheeky takeover I, I would love to i would love to have the guy who, who scores the that? most points wins i mean <laughs> yeah. this is this is really all you need to know believe me you're, by the way, you're telling me that, but that's actually how I feel. And I do a sports talk show. And some days I'm like, guys, someone won, someone lost. Let's talk about it. The other day I spent 15 minutes on the K show talking about the news story in New York where the lieutenant of the NY, this NYPD lieutenant got a, la- got a lap dance from a, this hot 22-year-old rookie at the Christmas party. And it turned into a huge news story because someone filmed it. One of the other sellout cops filmed it and leaked the video. And the front page of the the always classy New York Post (laughs) was a picture of the lieutenant getting a lap dance. And the headline was in the line of booty. (laughs) And I spent 15 minutes talking about this. Oh, boy. That's what I do on Sports Talk Radio. So we're not we're done. So so. Well, so here's what I'm here's what I think we have to do. It's Wednesday. Christmas is Saturday. Fr- is Saturday? Right? Yeah. Christmas Eve is Friday. Is that right, correct? Right. Yeah. I think that we have to reconvene maybe to do a an end of the year holiday Tears special. Tears of Mage? I would love to do the Tears of Mage. I know somebody wants to air I'll, some grievances. We have to do a festive. We have to include Festivus. We would have to. And I, I have to think about. You have to give me a moment to think in a smart way about Mike Wise, how we will do this at Dipper Lago. Um, it's, the, the house is gigantic. You could have your you do it in one wing and I'll do it in the other. 
Oh, that's true. We could just go into <laughs> in one wing. So I zoom, so that, zoom that perhaps. Yeah, and I know Andrew Goldstein reached out this week. He said he had some thoughts. He he has some festivist grievances he wants to unleash in wrestling. And Dipperstein, I know you have an entire list. I know we probably only yeah, have I a couple want to things talk about from some AEW thoughts I have, and I, I have you know a, a few. I have some GCW thoughts and uh, some Miz and Edge thoughts. I got stuff to talk about. Oh, there, there are more. You're saying there are oh, more I thoughts. Have. What are, I have a I have a question here. I have a question. This is kind of crazy. What I'm going to suggest right now. We're going to put this episode out right now. Are you are, Dip? Are you going and going tonight? Or are you actually going to be? Home? Uh, I have no plans tonight. What about you, SGG? Um. I I can make time. I can make time. What if we jump on and do a little live, an extra bonus half hour, 45 minutes tonight on YouTube live where we cover the rest of the stuff and everyone who's listening right now, they will know about it because they're if they're hearing it today, they'll find out that later tonight we're going to go on my YouTube channel and we'll jump on and do a little bonus. What are your thoughts? That would be Mitch. Well, now, I'm in now. We got to do it now. So how about um, Dipperstein? How are you around... Around uh, five o'clock your time and SGG eight o'clock for you and me. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm good. Are you, do you, is that time work? SGG? It should work. All right, so let's jump on and we'll cover the. Oh, by the way, and we can we can have AEW on during the show, so we can watch AEW a little bit, talk through some things, and we can and and go over some things. Maybe we'll bring on Goldstein and let him get his his uh, festivus. Uh, what's the what's the, his grief his festivist grievances off, and we'll plan the tears of mage for next week's holiday special for GP. What are your thoughts on all this? I, I'm I'm down for it. I, I want to real I like quick it. before the show ends. I got to give a shout out to Ace who stopped me wearing a mask on Melrose yesterday while I was about to go look for vintage wow. T-shirts and uh, is a is a huge GP mark. Could quote episodes. Loves SGG. Wow. Big SGG mark. Asked me about Rock too, Austin. Huh. Wow. I <laughs> said, so we love you too, Ace. Yeah, shout out to Ace. Ace, Ace, Ace sounds like a, a great, great guy. guy. By the way, were you, I mean, you were you were you careful on Melrose? I'm hearing Melrose is a disaster. I sort of just days. ignore it and just walk and go and go. What can I say? You know, you're not going to be happy. And Dip won't be happy, uh, SUG, until he simultaneously has COVID and is held up at gunpoint. That is what <laughs> that is the only thing he wants to happen. <laughs> Um, all right, everyone, we'll catch you on YouTube either later tonight or you'll hear the episode uh, later. You, you'll hear us with the Tears of Mage. We hope everyone has a wonderful Christmas, and we'll, we'll talk to you later. You guys uh, enjoy yourselves. Stay, Stay mage. mage. It's professional wrestling. Oh, we'll have to do mailbag later, too. Ooh. Oh, yeah, we got to dip into the mailbag. And, and do, you have a, do you have a holiday black power rankings? It's, honestly, it's just Bianca. I want to give an honorable mention to Mark Henry. No, save it. Save it. You can do it later. Uh -huh. You can do it. You can do it. Yes, yeah. yeah. We'll do it later tonight on YouTube. All right. So long. I can do a Kwanzaa edition of the Black Power Rankings when we do the Mage. <laughs> of Age. Yeah, right. You should. Shout out to that guy, Greg. Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. M -m 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 Mage.